Where's the coldest place you've ever surfed? I bet you a buck that Chad Stickney has you on that. Welcome back to another episode of the Slab Bodybuilding Podcast. I caught up with Chad and had an awesome chat about Boogie 50 States, Waco, and visiting the Glory Hole with his kids. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Hempoid CBD. Hempoid offers a great range of CBD products, including high-quality CBD oils and CBD muscle rubs. Their products are lab-tested, organic, and GMO-free. They work only with suppliers who match their quality standards to deliver a great product, suitable for all, and unrivaled in its class. Hempoid have given us a 25% discount code, so use SLAB23 at checkout to get 25% off. Follow the link in the SLAB Bodybuilding Instagram bio to get yours today. Chad Stigney, welcome to the Slab Bodybuilding Podcast. How are you doing? You've uh, doing just great. come back, from, just come back from Utah. Is that correct? Yep. Sweet. What yeah. were you doing uh, all the way in, in there? Uh, I was riding a little uh, unicorn, a little river wave that they just made. My buddy gave me the uh, location. They just finished building it on this river in February. And so I went out there and took my kids on a ski trip and looked at this new little river wave setup they made in the city of Ogden. Okay. So I got to check that out and then I got some really good snow. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. Keen snowboarder, you're, uh, you're about to leave on a, a snowboarding trip probably tomorrow. Is that, is that right? Uh, we're just going to go for like the day. It's like an hour outside of LA. So we go okay. hike. We ride our e-bike and then hike these mountains and ride them. Oh, sick, sick. In uh, California there, you've got the best of uh, all the worlds. You've got so much just in, in such a close uh, proximity, yeah? For sure, for sure. If you know what you're doing right now, most of the ski resorts are closed, but certain aspects of the mountain hold snow until late in the year. Uh, just, I learned that when I was pretty young. So uh, I kind of just go with the sports when it's seasonal i do the sports like snowboarding and then surf you can surf all year but in the winter i choose to snowboard more because you can do it all day we're yeah. surfing around here in the winter you get like a two-hour window in the morning like before oh. the winds are on pretty hard yeah and, you know and the conditions get kind of crap yeah yeah oh that that's very cool so what i've never been to to the states and that specifically not to California. I'd love to love to go there one day. Yeah, but, uh, seems most seems the, sick. Most of the time when the people come here, it's in the summer and the snow and stuff's not here. Yeah, I would, like I would, I would love to do a winter trip to the states. I mean, I'm not the greatest snowboarder, but I've been on a fair few trips into the Alps. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, I can ride a board, and uh, and obviously surf is always always up for the winter so for sure very cool for very sure. cool yeah how much how often do you frequent uh the glory hole and and what is it basically uh it's a spillway up in napa that they've been skating for years and you gotta like raft into it or swim like this summer i took my kids and we didn't have a raft so we just put all the gear in a backpack and put a blew up the surf mat and put a bodyboard on top of it and swam the skateboards and the gear in and then swam my kids in 
skated okay. it. It's a full pipe. It's about 30 feet in diameter. It's a dam. I think it's Lake Berryessa is the name of the location. Okay. It, yeah. it, it looks sick. It looks super fun. Obviously, a full pipe is... Uh... Yeah, there's a bunch yeah. here. There's one in Laguna, and then there's Mount Baldy and a few other. I'm really into that, actually, is finding these full pipes and seeing if they're skatable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've you've got a um, sort of a, a mini skate park in your backyard. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. I <laughs> built it. I got a half pipe from a buddy for free and then refurbished that and then went from there and added on to it. And, oh, sick. and my son's seven and he's starting to get really good on the skate. So he rides it more than me and then gets me going until I yeah. hurt myself. <laughs> how old are you now yeah uh, i'm 42 okay so yeah you yeah. and i are probably not far off the step well we're not far off the same age so uh yeah when you when you pick up those injuries they take a little bit longer to to heal up yeah i had to go watch them <laughs> at the skate park like my dad used to do <laughs> Once in a while, most of the time i'll join them but not for long that's very cool. Have you um attempted that death alley piece? The death alley for sure. Yeah, I've done it a few times. I was looking out there today. I was gonna go skate, but I was editing the Utah footage. So oh, sweet. In the house, the <laughs> nice. kids just had me in Utah going to skate parks all day long. So kind of burn out on that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, basically, I've been kind of following you for a little while, and um following what you you've been up to mm -hmm. and boogie 50 states seems like something that's a, a project you've been working on that's super fun loads of adventure just for listeners what is boogie 50 states i was it's pretty self-explanatory but where did the idea come from uh, what what's going on with it you want to hear the long version it's going to go deep go deep go all the way <laughs> okay so uh <laughs> Jamie O'Brien and Ben Gravy during COVID went on this river surfing tour or they went to this river wave. I don't know. You guys can see it. It's on their vlog. It's a while back. And uh, it was the best river wave I've seen in America. And what happened, because I grew up in Laguna and I've been riding the river wave here since my whole life. I was always planning on doing a trip and hitting all the waves so last year i got to do the trip but back to the other story when jamie was in town videoing and i was down at the beach his filmer was there and i uh, i went up to the filmer and i was like how was that river wave like i was wondering where it was you know i didn't i wasn't really asking him where it was but just asking him how good it was and, and he's like which one and then he's like oh you mean montana and so right then i knew the wave was in montana and I told one of my good skier buddies who's pretty good at recon that it was in Montana and he watched their vlogs a few times and we pinpointed the location where it was in Montana. So then I got ready during the winter when I was in Mexico planning out when to go and stuff. Um, a lot of the rivers matter on the CFS. It's cubic feet per second. It's how fast the water's moving. Uh, you usually want to go when the snow is melting. So you, the water is coming down from the mountains, 
and uh, going out the streams. And the more uh, each wave has its certain CFS when it's working, but that one was pretty new. And so I went there and it's all on private property. A lot of these waves are private property. So yeah, it's like scary when you park on the side of the road and it's a ranch and you're running across the land, you don't know if the guy's going to come out with a shotgun or what's going on. And I just flew the drone and it wasn't really breaking the wave. And then uh, I rode all the other waves in the area. There's a bunch in that state. And uh, I was posting them on a Facebook group and the guy that invited J-O-B and Ben Gravy to the wave starts like, again, sending me messages like were you invited to these places who gave you permission to ride it and it was like my buddy was in the car and i was showing him my phone of the message that were being sent i go i could either rouse this guy really hard right now or be yeah. cool and so i just played dumb and was cool with the guy and the next thing i know he's like inviting me to go river surf with him but it was funny that it was like territorial type stuff even like in the midwest where surfing isn't <laughs> it's pretty funny to see it you know because i met a lot of his buddies on the way to go to that wave i was surfing these other waves in other states and they were asking me what i was doing i told them i was going there didn't even know the name of the wave at the time and uh yeah I, and they were telling me the wave was it no longer breaking and it, it isn't they were right I, but i thought they were lying to me because they didn't want me to go there but I went and checked it. And so it looks like the state of Montana came in and like, it was, it's a dam. These are like uh, dams usually that have the waves and they added more rocks and it kind of screwed the wave up. So those guys only got to ride it for a year or two, you know, or maybe that one year, I'm not sure exactly, you know, but it was a pretty, it looked pretty good from the videos, you know. Yeah. And then I, once I did all those states, I was like, oh, I might as well keep going and nail them all, you know, kind of like what Ben Gravy did. So now after watching all his stuff and figuring out where the waves are and stuff, I'm figuring out his flaws and some of the stuff, you know, a lot of the state lines are on the waterways and just, yeah, it's pretty fun, funny. When I call him up, I tell him he does his states are incomplete, certain states and stuff because the the waterway and the state line is a little bit ambiguous as to where it actually yeah, ends. one of one of them was like right down the middle and the side he surfed on wasn't the right state side and he sends me pictures showing the state line and i'm like well here's the state line off google and yeah it was oh, like man. it was north dakota it's pretty much just one of the crappier ones i've went to you know how many states have you have you ticked off so far I think that it was 18 now, just like the other day when I went to Utah. So I should be at 25 or more by the end of June. End of June. Probably. So, so yeah. your plan is to literally bodyboard in uh, in all 50, 50 states. Yeah. That's and pretty now, sick. I went on a trip. Ben Gravy invited me on a trip to Nebraska. It was funny because I had the lake marked for a full pipe on it i wanted to go look at and we ended okay. up surfing surfing it and uh yeah it's just now now after on that trip the lake was pretty small uh it looks like you could surf a lot of these small lakes in a lot of the different states 
not saying the waves are epic or anything you know what i mean yeah super fat but not really worth it it's almost a joke you know what i mean if you're riding a bug and uh just cruising towards the beach that's kind of ticks the box isn't it yeah it's, it's interesting you know it kind of brings me back to my grom days yeah yeah just riding the the white yeah. water have you had any shockers and what's the use you mentioned a second ago that uh uh dakota was like terrible what's been the worst one so far you know the only reason i went there um obviously was to knock the state out but i knew it was pretty bad i rode on that that was the river ben was saying he did north dakota on but it was really minnesota so i stayed (laughs) on the shittier shittier side of the river to make sure i did the right state but yeah, it tripped me out that people would even go there, you know? Yeah. We're probably going to go back. We found some other option that's a little bit better, it looks like, you know? We just got to wait for the conditions to line up. Obviously, these states may or may never even have heard of bodyboarding or a lot of the people there would, wouldn't know what it is. What's the reaction of people when you turn up, land at the airport, go waltzing in, and you've got a bodyboard under your arm? What, what's kind of the people's reaction to you? They don't really know it's in the bag, but like, uh, <laughs> it's more when you're like, for me, when I went and just did Arizona, I thought I was going to be the only one there. My buddy sent me a picture. The vlog will be up soon, you know, uh, where his cousin was going to, he's like, everyone goes boating on this little lake out there. It's Lake Havasu. And he sent me a picture of this, uh, the lake really choppy with these waves. And where I was like, holy crap it's surfable you know it's it's nothing to travel to but it's a way to knock arizona out and i was wondering how i was gonna do it like uh when ben gravy did it he did it in a wave pool but the way i'm figuring it is he can't really use a wave pool to count it like an incomplete if you try to do certain (laughs) states so i like might have to go back to texas because i used bsr as a thing and then i've been there and rode the flow riders before when i was young you know but i might go and knock that state out again just wait for a really good hurricane mm-hmm. jump on a plane and when the conditions look right you know yeah yeah have have you you've obviously traveled all all around have you met any like special characters on on your journey oh, yeah and have us you i i thought i was gonna be the only one dude and it, so I get out of the water after getting enough shots where I know I'm going to be able to make an edit with it. And I'm getting in the car and I look over, there's like five or six points in a row on this lake. And, uh, there was another bodyboarder dude. And it tripped me out. I went over and interviewed <laughs> the guy, <laughs> like interviewed the guy and rode with him a couple of ways, but it tripped me out to see like someone else doing that. And, the same type of mindset as me you know it was pretty funny that's so sick just the most random random place just in arizona just meet another bodyboarder searching for waves yeah, yeah exactly that's I mean, got a nice interview from him it was pretty cool oh really cool yeah wow um, yeah but why i did north dakota too was my buddy who i grew up with who i went to the lake superior with um minnesota is where he lives jd johnson 
he uh i went and stayed with him the first trip out there this winter and got it like maybe three foot backs is what i would call it and uh it was fun and then we were at his cabin house and i looked on google earth because i have everything marked where i want to go and it was like an hour and a half away from his house that north dakota wave so i'm like hey dude because we had a day or two to kill before i jumped on the plane i was like let's drive there and just knock it out and you can video me it was pretty interesting to say the least almost comical because the fire department at the time it's up on the internet right now is running like uh, safety drills it's uh overhead dam i think it is what what they're called i might be saying it wrong but they were running drills and i knew right when i when i jumped in it was going to cause a scene so i went up and told them before what i was doing and you can see them in the background of the video running their drills but when i told them they're like i asked them are you allowed to swim in this river and they're like yeah but we wouldn't advise of it and I told them what I was doing, trying to bodyboard all 50 states. And then I went to the car and got in my wetsuit and did it. And you can see in the background of the video, like tripping out. <laughs> like people drowned here a lot. And it's like you can in those dams, you can get put in a hole and yeah, no held and not. It's smart to wear a life vest in some of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. So you mentioned the second Lake Superior, and um, yeah. I've looked through a whole heap of your YouTube videos, and that place just looks like that's a legitimate wave. Like that's yeah, it was good. That's... It was good a couple of days ago. My buddy yeah. now JD, he's used to work for Target and the Target team manager for the surf the part for Kaloe and uh, all those guys originally got the job filming Kaloe and then it turned into the target team manager where he'd go run the house and off the wall but he he was living there and I grew up with him and I went there and he was surfing the first trip and he used to bodyboard with me and then he watched me get all these barrels he's like damn I never get barreled on my surfboard I need to get a bodyboard again so then I left him my board and my fins. And uh, the next trip when I showed up with Ben Gravy, he uh, only rode the boogie. And then this last swell, he was on the boogie and got some pretty cool water shots, it looked like, from what I saw online. Sick. So how, how do you even track a swell in, in a lake? Is it, is it similar to tracking the swell in Yeah, in Noah, has, Noah has the uh, information on there, you know? And it's it's all wind, and how long okay. the water distance is the fetch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And on these okay. smaller lakes, it, it depends on the depth and stuff, you know, and how yeah, long the yeah. fetch is. Yeah. Okay. But it's okay. all winds, kind of similar to the ocean, you know. Yeah. I'm just I'm just learning it all this year. What really tripped me out is when I did Tahoe. And it was probably like shoulder high faces or so. And that lake's pretty small. I have because I snowboard around there. I can drive, I've driven around it in like, you know, two hours, three hours. Yeah. Trip me out that the waves could get that big. And then now I've dug pretty deep into research and found videos where you see it. It's like eight foot faces. And you're like, wow. I mean, not 
offshore or tubing or anything it's like yeah. onshore slop storm surf but like for winds to create that on such a small body of water it's trippy you know yeah yeah wow um in that video of of lake superior like it looks super cold and um describe what your uh your gear looked like as you as you got out the water oh so, yeah when i was all iced up yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely frozen. I didn't even know what I looked like until I saw the video after, you know. It was when we got there, it was like eight degrees, and it was the coldest I've ever surfed in, obviously. And, and that's trip. Fahrenheit for for yeah. everyone. Yeah, America will screw that up for you and twist your head a little bit. So you have to do a map. <laughs> like eight, right? de eight degrees, that's <laughs> tropical. <laughs> I know when I, I live in Mexico half the year and when I like try to figure out the the difference, you know, it's interesting. The truck I left there, luckily I can hit the button and it says both. Oh nice. So yeah. what is eight degrees in Celsius? It's gotta be like minus something. I don't know. I could look right now. Let's do it on Google. Just for just for context, because yeah. Like for us in the UK, eight degrees, you're like, that's uh springtime negative 13 jesus oh my god yeah that so i had is... a six mil what is it six four three it's a neat essentials yeah like so when you get wetsuits in the six i was noticing i was looking for them all summer and i think covid kind of made it to where there wasn't much around but this neat essential 643 was the only option i could find and i got it and it worked pretty well but the first trip i went there it was like a lot warmer than that and i was wearing that suit so when i got there and it was cold i ben gravy had the uh extra hyperflex one and a half mil i had him pull it over my wetsuit because i was scared it was going to be so cold you know yeah and then once i hit the water i put my gopro on which i probably wouldn't have now knowing what i know and i mean i got one or two shots walking out the trail with the gopro on the way there but once it hit the water and the water froze over it you couldn't see anything in the footage you know yeah. and then and then the strap that goes over your chin was frozen shut so I couldn't get the strap off. So I just kept surfing with the GoPro on because I wasn't going to let that phase me. And then when I got out, I couldn't get it off. And I was starting to get claustrophobic, thinking about cutting it off. And then I just sat in front of the defrost in the car and slowly chiseled it off, you know? Because you were wearing, obviously, a hooded suit, but plus a gaff helmet over the top of that with the yeah. GoPro mounted, mounted on top. Yeah yeah and geez so in the footage obviously that the the your full camera has just got a layer of not even just frost it's it's like it's fully iced over yeah it's is, like an ice cube almost oh man that's hectic that's obviously what i say but i wasn't that cold the only time you get cold in that water is when you duck dive yeah. So when the sets are coming, dude, I'm not even worried about how hard it's going to drill me because it seems like the waves don't drill you as hard in fresh water. But it's, can I hold my breath? Because it's like you go for the duck dive and all that's um, open is right where your eyebrows and your face is. 
yeah kind of like zaps your breath where you come up and you're like gasping for air you know because it's so cold you you had a full ice beard when you came out yeah for sure not that bad i made sure to cover use the hood to cover it as much as i could you know yeah yeah man but i'm really curious to go back there man that place just got my brain uh spinning yeah yeah. I mean, it looked, t- even though the elements are crazy, just it looked looked completely worth it. Well, I was finding other waves, and then the guys in the area were, like, asking me where they were, and it's like, I don't know what they're doing or what's going on, but they're just not looking around, dude, you know? Yeah. They're not venturing a little farther and looking around the corner. I mean, they got the main spots wired. Yes, yeah. the ones they don't, and on the lake, everything's private property. A lot of it, so you can't just yeah. walk onto it. So who knows? Like, yeah. I was watching Ben Gravy has a pretty good episode about surfing the Great Lakes, and there's more coastline on the Great Lakes than the East Coast and the West Coast put together. You know? Jesus, yeah. And there's swells coming from every direction. It just depends which way the wind's going. Yeah. No podcast nowadays is is complete w- without a chat about wave pools. You've um, you spent some time down at uh, Waco with the. Uh, were you there with Jay and Vicky Real, or what was that day? What did yeah, we. I just Vicky sent me the invitation saying there was a spot, and I was at my house in Mexico, and like, well, that sounds kind of fun, and we went, and I asked him if I could bring my friend Chris Espinoza with me. And we ended up bringing our other friend, Mike, to film. We just paid for his trip and hotel and stuff. So we knew we would get all our shots. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a fucking great time. I'd do it again for sure. But I'd probably just go with two or three of my friends, you know? Yeah. So what was that? like? You go with a group of people like that. There's guys that want to ride the setting that you can ride when the public rides it for $100 an hour. And you're paying a bunch of money to ride it privately. Like, who wants to ride the trestle setting? <laughs> We're all like, there's a few guys, a few people there that wanted the trestle setting. I mean, good for them, dude. But like, we're paying good money. We want just the wedges and bowls and stuff, you know? And, and the ramp setting, yeah. Yeah. It's like, so like, you're sitting there in the pool kind of arguing about it, not arguing, but like trying to like, and you're wasting time, dude, where if you just set it on the one setting and just told the guy, fire as many of these off as you can, like, yeah, you fed pretty well. But then when the guy has to reprogram the computer on every setting, you're wasting time, dude. And it's like, yeah. So how like, did the day work? Did you get like a, a full day's experience there or? Like three and a half hours a day. And we went for two days. It was way more waves than you I needed, but like. <laughs> i would rather do it with my friends you know like two hours yeah. instead of three and you get just as many waves you know but like yeah my muscles were all cramped it's cool it's for me i'm like into bigger waves so it, yeah. like if you're trying to learn to do an air going right or left and stick it every time it's like really cool for that but like for the barrel aspect it was a like, pretty quick short little barrel it reminds me of like this one beach in my town, a thousand steps, 10th street. It's like a little kid version of the wedge. And it's like, when it gets good, it's a perfect little barrel. And it's kind of similar to that. Yeah. Like the best day ever at that spot's like wake up every 
wave, you know, on some of the settings. I mean, it was super cool. I just want a little more time. And it wasn't like anything that got my heart going like, oh, no, I'm going to get hurt. You know, but I wasn't blasting back flips and stuff like that. Dude. I just want to get barreled and maybe do a rollo or an invert. Yeah. Because yeah. some people absolutely shred that place, especially on that ramp setting. Like, it just, oh, yeah. Uh, My buddy Chris, he was probably busting the best on the whole trip out of everyone. Yeah. You know, he, he's really good. He's a small guy. He likes to fly. <laughs> he, was, he was saying, like, how, yeah, like, he couldn't really do right, like, that good at airs going right before that trip. And now he's like, I have everything wired. Yeah, wave pulls are, are crazy at the moment. I think, yeah. For bodyboarding and for surfing, it's probably one of the biggest tickets maybe in, into the Olympics will be the, the way. I wonder if bodyboarding will ever hit the Olympics, man. It's so poorly <laughs> ran. It's so poorly ran. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I don't know if it will. <laughs> like, surfing made it, but I, like, wonder, you know, if, like, the way the contests have been going, I wonder if they'll be able to pull it. Yeah. I don't know. That's a that's yeah, a whole different. People's different... egos need to get out of it, and need <laughs> to be for like the sport to be in the Olympics, you know? Yeah, it's like there's too many politics in the contest it, uh, aspect, mm. like, especially this year with the pipe, dude. The jam. I mean, what were they thinking, dude? <laughs> Trip me out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got some inside from my ex-girlfriend over there because she helps coordinate the whole contest. And yeah. It boggled my head, like, hearing what was going on, what, like, the people online don't hear, you know? And I was like, wow. Give us yeah. a scoop. What what was going What's in the background? Man, I don't know. I don't want to say anything and hurt anyone's <laughs> feelings, dude. That's, like, one of these times where I just, like, got to bite my tongue, like, yeah like tracy like helped coordinate it all and it was like i was getting play by play and it was like yeah pretty comical like some of the legends of the sport like the stuff they were doing and i don't want to drop names but it was pretty comical something i would already expect from hearing all the stories from my old school friends but yeah yeah and then when i have done a couple posts on social media when you're getting people from like who was it? It was one of the main Australians that put on the Shark Island event and their situation of doing those events was similar with the same person. It's like pretty funny, you know? Yeah. Like, and then for them to run a jam, it's like, you know, almost just paying to surf pipe at that point with five guys. Ten body guys. surfers and the women have a contest but like the men's bodyboarding doesn't and they had it the thing was they had the permit for like six months and no one Jesus. did anything no one did anything you know and it was all because of someone's name wasn't going to be on the event basically and yeah and they had a jam dude mm. yeah. at least that's what i've taken from it you know yeah, and I know I, I told Tracy she needs to like go online and write her personal experience of exactly what happened behind the scenes to let people know. But yeah, she probably won't. She doesn't. She's too. She wouldn't do that. She knows it would create too much drama. 
Yeah. The um yeah. the woman's event went down really well though. That was it. Yeah, that's what she did. said. She said yeah. it went down. She helped a lot and she said it. Yeah. I told her she better be getting paid, dude. She has a good professional job school psychologist. She's don't, yeah. don't be doing all that work and losing nights of sleep for like nothing, you know? Yeah, or, absolutely. Yeah. From what I heard is that, and I, I'm, she, I'm sure she's um, recouped the money, but she worked a lot of that on her own credit card. Who's that? Tracy? Tracy, yeah. Fuck, she never told me that. I hope. Yeah, she probably did. She's fucking a shyster with money. I know she wouldn't let anyone, you know, she's really all tight with it. Hebrew yeah. style. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know she'll chase you down and get your money for sure. You better pay her. I, I, that was just some, from reading her blog um, and a bit of the stuff that came out. Yeah, she, uh, she needed bet. to get it. With all the time. It. And it's like, She's going to be the new Carol Phillips. I told her when she started telling me everything that was going down. I was yeah. like, wow, dude, you're in a, you might take over that position. You better watch out for what you wish for. Yeah. You know, to, it's a lot of fair, work that you don't get paid for. I, um, I might take, um, I might take credit for, for dropping that idea into her head. Cause when she was on the podcast, uh, we had I listened to that one. I was driving yeah. to like Surf Tahoe or somewhere. I always put like yours or Jay's on, or there's another Riptide one. But yeah. I heard her. Out. She had a good one. I was like, wow, yeah. good job. I called her after it. Talked oh, to her sick, about dude. it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I kind of uh, poked that that idea a little bit of if you're going to, if you want something to happen, you've got to step out and go and do it yourself. And, uh, She's gone and done that. Yeah, but in our industry, when you start to do that, there's people that have been in there for a long time that don't like that, dude. Yeah. yeah I mean, any industry, realistically. Any industry. And yeah. you got to not give a fuck, you know? Like, <laughs> my buddy, my buddy, like, uh, he's a machinist, and he was making the triggers for the GoPro at the same time Connect was. And they fucking sent him a cease and desist, and it was bullshit. When he sent me the letter or told me about it when I started working with them. Cause I used to build camera water housings for, uh, yeah, that's what I did for my business. I don't do it anymore, <laughs> but, uh, I would go to him to have him build my control pieces I needed for the back plates. Okay. And he, and he had told me his experience with them and they sent him a ceased and desist. And I was like, what dude, you just stopped making it. Cause you got that letter. I'm like, that was a scare tactic. I'm like, that's why they sent you it. Because they don't have any fucking thing Leverage to say, a patent or whatever, yeah. a patent. You know, there's no way that was just to scare you and it worked, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, you can get those same connect grips made in China on eBay for like, you know, 10 or $15. And it's funny because I built all those housings and I was building grips like that, but so like here, that type of stuff. And it's like, a few of the OG bodyboarders that like send them the letter. I don't want to say those names either, but it's like, wow, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't like realistically nowadays, I don't like most of the bodyboarders. Like, I have a little crew of my friends and I get stoked to watch good bodyboarding, but like yeah. behind the scenes stuff I hear, it makes me not want to hang out with anyone after the beach, you know? Yeah. I'm do my own thing. Oh, it's politics. It's everywhere, right? Eh? It's in all sorts. Oh, that's it, for sure. Yeah, it's in anything, everywhere. It's you know? just people. Nothing you can do about it.
for sure. Like um, the 50-year board. Did you see that online? The uh, moray. Yeah, I got two of them right here. <laughs> <laughs> I bought one and left it in the wrapper, and I like bought one, and I've been doing. I did a review on it. Oh my god! It's it's all right, dude. I wouldn't like buy it, you know. We'll see. Like I bought these two, one just to keep and see it for my kid when I pass away. Maybe it'll be worth something comically. But oh, like, shit, that's funny so to read. Funny. It's funny to read people's like comments on that. How they're like, oh, they don't give back to the industry, and I'm thinking, well, what company does? You know, like yeah. realistically, like. There's maybe like certain companies sponsor and get help support stuff. And there is like back a couple of years ago when Pride was doing all that stuff and helping run the events that had the live, you know, yeah, live uh, webcast for us to watch from home. But like you don't really see it in the last four or five years, I would say. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Man, that's funny. Jeez, that's my yeah, I just bought it to create con- <laughs> conflict. I you know, right when I saw everyone, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> that is awesome. I remember walking into <laughs> e-bodyboarding one day and I was out like with uh, one of the workers, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to say something inside. And I walked back into the thing. I'm like, hey Jay, I want to buy a board. I'm like, I want to buy the 50-year reunion board, and they all just go quiet in the oh, office shit. and i'm like sitting there laughing <laughs> and then he, jay kind of broke it down like what was going out down with the background of that board it was funny yeah wow so I much hear a politics. lot of i hear a lot about the politics too from jimmy jl like about like the other the all the politics with the people that are running it and it's just it's like a bunch of rats in a cage with a little piece of cheese and they're all fighting over it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. We get it over here too. I've, um, when oh, I first I mean, started in the, in the world, like worldwide, I mean, for me, I boogie for a lifestyle and to have fun, but like yeah. professionally, it's like, wow, dude, like back in the day when people thought like the old school guys were making money. I mean, they were doing pretty well. But yeah. it was still like not that great, you know. Like I saw on like the vintage bodyboard uh, group, I saw a picture of Slater and Stewart standing next to each other with their checks back in the day, and I like looked Sc- in. Scary. I mean, Slater got like, a good chunk, but Stewie got like three thousand dollars dude and i thought about it and i'm like holy shit this is 2022 this is like 30 years later and the checks aren't even that good yeah <laughs> like what's going on that picture is like yeah. in my head it's like mathematically like the surfers are getting like more than that obviously you would think you know yeah it's, it's weird yeah it's like too i guess too much too many companies and it's like yeah interesting yeah there's there's some good money in in um in the rbc events now i think they got for the first the um uh i'm gonna get them confused as to which one's first is it ikike is first on the rbc they were six, I think 62. Going to, i heard like my buddy said our friend's going to chile next so i think maybe you're right 
so there's there's three Chile, Chilean events. There's Iquique, Arica, and Antofagasta, um, all back to back, like pretty pretty quick after each other. But I think Iquique is first, and there's sixty two thousand sixty two grand up for grabs across the the divisions. Wow. So well, I mean, I, I mean, even so, first place of the pro should still be walking away with fifteen or fifteen yeah. grand, maybe. You know? Yeah. That's um, like wow. That's pretty good. If I see that, I'd be you know, that, wow. You don't yeah. see that at, like the pipe contest or you know, <laughs> five hundred dollars. Is that what it was? Or something? I don't even know. I don't pay attention. <laughs> I mean, I get like get to surf pipe with a few guys, but wow yeah i wonder what the I, surfers I, think i wonder what the I, surfers think watching that dude is my whole <laughs> yeah i do not know the breakdown of any prize money or anything that i know that they had speciality events and if you won that there was a 500 pound bonus i don't think there's anything released on any actual kind of like um like winner part or what they what that was so the 500 dollars just so i'm clear was for the speciality kind of events or 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 categories but it, it i don't think it's anywhere near the 62 grand that uh the rbc has got themselves got a hold of dude i wonder if like the um whatever chile's putting 60 helping support it too you know sometimes the uh, the state or like in mexico it, it, the states will help put up money yeah so, you know i wonder if that's what's going on you know so 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 that's definitely what's happening so in i mean it's not the bodyboard companies right dude i can't see no, the bodyboard no. company is putting 62 no. grand down dude no but Which it's, it boggles it's... my head because i think that's what they're trying to do in mexico where i'm at which thank god they're not having a contest because the cartels and everyone's scared um but i think they were trying like i know a lot of the guys that run the surf federation down there and i think that's the same thing they're like hey if you want us to run a contest down there we need this much money and it's like holy shit you're gonna come in and run a contest at this place and then on top of it you're asking like the state or that country to put down x amount of dollars it's like in my head it's like wow dude it trips me out you know yeah it's like you think I, they would be like, hey, we're going to run a contest. We got everything covered. And yeah. Know. Well, I mean, that's kind of why there are three contests in Chile because the state actively promotes and, and wants to spend that money on promoting those those places. So they can tap into that. That's definitely. And, and the same happens in Fronton. Yeah. So, I remember when I was like in my 20s, I think the same was happening in Porto. At like, yeah to colorado and those and like the porto events it's probably the same thing maybe the city's putting it down you yeah know? maybe not anymore but back then yeah. it's yeah. De it's definitely in chile and and um in uh in front on that's other that's other rolling um there was just recently a, another competition which was standalone the bocas invitational i don't know if you saw that one yeah, what I was tripping out right then was with all that stuff going down we were talking about before is how they had that and all the pros went to that instead yeah. of just having the pipe contest. But I think like the Bocas people probably did the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whoever put money down. I don't know. I don't know how it went, you know, but like so that I, I know Ruben 
Villagos, one of the guys that organized that, that was purely f- uh, privately funded comp. That was, they got really good sponsorship. It seems like every comp is like that now. It has to be yeah. like that, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, that was a sick event. Really good. And they did yeah, really well looks sick, organizing. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It looks sick. Yeah, that way it sick too. Yeah. Definitely yeah. up there with the with the destination I want to head to. In the, For sure. In my, the my, my high one, skeleton, man. It's like <laughs> where I'll drop everything and fucking run, you know? Yeah. And I'll probably, my buddy's saying there's a layover in Munich, so maybe uh, I'll spend a couple days there river surfing the waves through that city. Yeah, there's a few there. I've seen there's the one it's in there. New- it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the lo- My last podcast second last podcast was with uh, Michael Osler, a South African bodyboarder. Mm-hmm. And um, he's done a few trips up to the donkey to, to Skeleton Bay. Yeah. And uh, he says that it's, you're in the barrel for so long, you kind of enter this weird, like transient state where you don't really know what is real and what isn't real anymore. You just, yeah. your mind just can't comprehend what's, what's going on. Probably not only trying to breathe inside there for that long, dude. Because sometimes, yeah. like, if you've been out long enough, sometimes you're breathing in the barrel, you get a little bit down the windpipe, and you're, like, can't breathe for 20 seconds, you know? You start to yeah. think you can drown. To like, I could imagine a barrel that long, he's, like... 58 seconds was his record. He, he tried to get to a minute, but he didn't make it. Yeah. But can you imagine a 58-second barrel? be rad to see the gopro footage and because it wouldn't even need to be slow mode you know a yeah. lot of stuff you see from <laughs> california and stuff they're like oh yeah, slow slow mode. Mode. yeah. You're like, oh, no slow-mo needed everybody does it man <laughs> my buddy went there for like six months this old photographer been to camp he got into uh mining so when the waves would get bad he'd go up into the mountains and go mining but he was telling me out of his six months he only surfed like six times and so he's got his eye on it always and i know if i get the call from him i'm just getting on the plane and going with him but he said what did he say he's so over photography now when he used to be like one of the top water photographers he told me when he was out there if the guy had a gopro or anything on him he wouldn't talk to him (laughs) i was like like, well so what'd you do only talk to three people the whole trip yeah like probably like everyone's gonna have a gopro almost that's at that place not everyone but a majority i bet right yeah yeah i mean a handful of times a year you know yeah and can you blame him like yeah okay posting stuff online you oh he doesn't care about that you know you want to get the clicks for it but but also just just the memories eh? like like it's fun that's the thing with me i have all this old footage where you get beat up back in the day if you posted it but now you could post it yeah. and uh, just gets lost on hard drives where i'm like oh man i wish i would have just put that on youtube and yeah you know you can locate it all easy where that's what i'm doing now i don't really care what anyone says and it's great <laughs> my kids will be able to watch it once i'm dead you know like yeah it's great like yeah platform yeah sure it's very cool there's um uh, that's a different conversation offline but um i mean that's a, a 
pretty cool sum up of, of what you've been up to um, and what you're doing. Yeah. So uh, it's also just shy of an hour. So thank you very much, Chad, for jumping on. Sure. Really sure. appreciate it. You've got some great stories and I really enjoyed talking to you. So thank you very much. Yep. Any shout outs you want to give out to anyone or? Um, Yucca Fins and JL Bodyboards. Yeah. They've helped me out along the JL has helped me out for the years. He always lets me come and shape my boards. And then Starkey with Yucca gave me fins and helped me dial all the stuff in for the lakes and whatnot. And then maybe my YouTube subscribe if you can, man. I'm trying to hit a thousand subscribers so I can start monetizing. And that's like just my name, Chad Stickney. Yeah. Chat sixty on YouTube, yeah, yeah, you'll Sweet. see it. With the ice I'll, I'll, I'll link that up through the uh, Instagram bio when I, when I um, post for this. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Thanks for the support, man. No it worries. Chatting with you, it's interesting on the whole contest. Yeah, backgrounds of how the like countries are putting the money down. Like most kids probably don't know that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, Chile is big time. They're putting a heap of money down, but but that's really good for the sport too. And those three for contests, sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. So it's yeah. all good. Okay, buddy. Cool. Well, thanks. No for worries. No worries. I'll be We're listening out. to all your podcasts. Don't worry. Along these long trips through America, I get bored and I put the podcasts on. This episode was brought to you by Hempoid CBD. Follow the link in the Slab Body Bunny Instagram bio to get yours today. And use discount code SLAB23 to get 25% off your entire purchase. Slab Body Body brings you regular book stuff. Follow us on Instagram and tag your mates if you dig the content. Keep frothing. Pew!